Back at our Huskers Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest's premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more Acres solutions for every field. Greg Sharp, Jessica Cootie with you here on a Tuesday night. Delighted to be joined by Lauren Cook West, who I'm sure was is sad that she's not prepping for a game on Thursday, but uh, she's kind enough to spend a little bit of time with us and kind of put a bow on the season. Hey, Lauren, how you doing? I'm sure the end of the season is always tough, isn't it? It is tough, and it's tough for me from a broadcasting perspective, not being able to call color commentary through the Final Four, but it's also difficult as being a family member and, and having a family member go through the heartbreak of a season ending and also as a former player having to go through it myself. So I understand it on a lot of different levels, and it's always tough for a season to end, but it happens, and, and that's just you can't be on top every year. Can you take us through the emotions now, especially that you've had some time to digest what happened in the game against Oregon and, and Husker seemed to control a lot of it. And then all of a sudden that four set gets a little wild and then maybe the wind came out of the sails. Just what was your perspective of, of that game in particular? Well, the first thing I'll say is Oregon is a good team. Yeah, I, I was really impressed. And you, I, I don't know if you guys saw their match against Louisville, but they probably should have beat Louisville and they should probably should be in the final four this this upcoming weekend. But they're a really solid team. They have two incredible outsides. I don't know any other teams in the country who have two solid outsides. They're putting up the numbers that they were putting up consistently throughout the entire season. So that's always difficult to defend. And JB's talked about it before throughout the years that I've been working with them is teams that, that do well and are very successful throughout the entire season have two great outsides. And so that's the first thing I want to say. The second thing is Nebraska dealt with so many injuries, so many sicknesses, lineup changes, rotation changes. I mean, there's system changes going from a 6-2 to a 5-1 and different setters and different attackers and different left sides and right sides and different players in the middles. I mean, I this has to be for Nebraska, the the most changes that Coach Cook has made since he started his coaching career here back however many, 20-some years ago, however long it was. But this has to be the most amount of changes he has made ever in a season with the lineup. And to be dealing with all of that, especially late, I mean, the weekend before, Nicklin Hames was out, Whitney Lonstein was almost out, it, and then having to go into regional regionals and, and trying to figure out who's playing and, and making last minute decisions and last minute changes. I mean, they flipped one of the biggest changes that Nebraska made for that Oregon match was actually flipping Lindsey Krause and Whitney Lonstein, which some people may think that's not a huge change, but it is a huge change. And so I think Nebraska for all everything they went through throughout the entire season, they played their hearts out. They always gave 110% on effort, and we saw that in that match against Oregon, but they did have chances to win it, and they didn't capitalize. And it's, as a fan and as a spectator, that's really tough to witness, but I think everything that happened throughout the season with all those changes, just we saw the effects of that in that Oregon, towards the end of that Oregon match. Lauren, you, you were one in a long line of great setters at this school. Let's Thank talk you. about the future for that position. Where, where do they? Where do we go from there? From where it is right now? What What do you envision that being next late August? Well, we have Bergen Riley, who we can talk about now. She'll be coming in. She's 
one of the best setter, well, she is the best setter in the country. She's one of the best setters we've seen in a long time from that high school level. And she'll be in, uh, coming to Nebraska in January. So she's enrolling early. She'll get some experience under her belt before the fall. However, you still have Kennedy Orr. And I know she had a meeting with the coaching staff, I believe either Saturday or Monday. Uh, so either yesterday or, or on Saturday. And I know that went really well and she is motivated and she wants to compete for that starting position. And she'll have some time to continue to work on that knee. Remember, she's coming off of that torn ACL and still played with some hesitation uh, on that knee. So she's working through that. She'll be able to build up her strength. And then we all know the news about Ani Evans. She's transferring, so we won't see her, but uh, maybe Nebraska will hit, will hit the portal. I know there's some setters in the transfer portal, and I'm sure a few more will come out of the woodworks. And Maybe they'll be able to pick up someone in the transfer portal as well, but I think we have two amazing setters and both have an opportunity to start next season and both are very talented. There's still a ton of young talent on the team. I think it's sometimes fans might forget that there were a lot of times you had a freshman and what, three or four sophomores on the court and, and Lindsey Krause, Allie Batenhorst, I know she was one of those players that was kind of stepped into a role there at the end that she hadn't had to do all season. So what can you say about some of those young sophomores and Becca Alec to the freshman and how they grew here jumping from uh, freshman to sophomore year? I I was really impressed with those young players. And Jessica, I want to—I love that you bring this up because I could be wrong. You'll have to fact check me, but I believe next season, Nebraska won't have any seniors. And I also can't remember the last time that that happened for the Huskers. So this is a very young team and we need to remember that it, it takes time to, to build and to develop some of these younger players. and. Uh, Becca showed, I mean, we saw her grow throughout the season. We saw Lindsey Krause grow. Uh, Ali Batenhorst, who, who went from a three-rotation player to a six-rotation player. I mean, just uh, so many. Lexi Rodriguez, who I think she's a senior every year. And uh, <laughs> she, she's, I think, only a sophomore. She'll be a junior. But just it, it, there's so much talent. And then even the, the incoming recruiting class, uh, a lot of young players there that will have add to that talent. It's just... It's, it's going to be fun to be able to watch them to continue to grow and then see how Coach Cook moves players around in the offseason and utilizes for the, them next fall. And what I'm talking about is maybe we see Lindsey Krause on the left playing all six rotations. I'm a big fan of that. We saw that in, in one set towards the end of the, end of the, end of the season, end of the year. Maybe we see Allie Batenhorst solidify her, her role as a six rotation player. Maybe we see a new right side. Maybe Whitney goes to the left. I mean, there's just so many different variations and, and so much talent. It will just, it'll be interesting to see how it all gets utilized. Before we get your take on the final four, uh, Crypto King in our chat room has got a couple questions for you. He wants to know, why are you so cool? Uh, and two, uh, what's it like working with JB? Have you ever gotten an argument or is he just perfect? <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't think JB and I have ever argued, to be completely honest. And I love working with him and I learned so much from him. And I actually think JB's like a, a walking encyclopedia. He knows everything. But I think this year, I taught him a few things. I, I dropped some one-liners and he was looking at me like, what? what are you talking about? What does that mean? Can you explain that to me? I also have to say that JB puts out a tweet before every match and he's always asking me, okay, wh what do, how do I tweet? How do I do this? How do I set all this up? How do I like it? How do I retweet it? How do I quote tweet it? So I am behind the scenes social media manager for 
John Baylor. Not surprised. Not surprised. Hey, why are you so cool? You didn't answer that question. <laughs> I don't. I think my coolness level has dropped down, but. Uh, thank you for the compliment. I'll, I'll take it. He's also still uh, pleading for you to coach, which we won't go there. I know you, you don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> I just tell him I coach behind the scenes. <laughs> After every match, I'm calling Coach Cook. I talk to him for about 30 minutes, sometimes longer, depending on how the match goes. And he gets an earful. How about no Big Ten teams in the Final Four this year? It, it's really surprising. Also, no Pac-12 teams. Yep. And so I believe that's the first time in a long time that this has happened and I uh, the game's growing uh, t different conferences are, are growing as well I still think the Big Ten is the tough toughest most difficult conference to play and I think Pac-12 is right there behind them but ACC is growing uh, Big 12 I mean it's it's always going to be Texas on top there but uh, I'm, I was impressed with the ACC and now San Diego uh, out of the whack that's Hawaii is always I believe Hawaii is in the whack, uh, but they they've are. been a they've been a top team in in that conference, and and now s to watch San Diego kind of take over and and uh, make it to their first Final Four ever, I'm I'm rooting for for them. So is that your favorite, or is that just who you're rooting for? <laughs> That's I'm I was I was born in San Diego, uh, so I'm a San Diego girl at heart, and I'm definitely rooting for the Toreros. But I think Texas is. They're, they're, t they're going to be tough to beat, and uh, I, I think they're probably the favorite, but uh, Louisville and Pitt, they also looked really impressive when I watched them. I haven't seen them play a lot throughout the season, but when I did watch them this last weekend, they both looked really good. Well, Lauren, thank you for joining us. Great job all season long. I, I know you, you. JB, the, everybody who, who roots and, and loves Husker volleyball wishes this thing was gone, but there is next year. We'll go get it next year. Yeah, JV says never peek ahead, but we can all peek ahead to next year. So I'm, I'm so looking forward to it. I'm counting down the days, and I think uh, these Huskers are going to play, be playing with a chip on their shoulder next year. We'll keep teaching him things, Lauren. We'll keep teaching <laughs> JV things. Thank you, Lauren. Thanks, guys.